Hawaii is so beautiful. And Maui so healing. There was just one thing, though. I somehow managed to forget how humid it is. As you may or may not remember, after we'd come back from the Caribbean and from San Antonio last year, I vowed never to go to a humid climate during the summer again. Well, Maui was Bear's 71st birthday present so maybe that's why I so conveniently forgot my vow. Here's why I shouldn't have. This is updated from slow at down CKD 2016. Research gate at https colon slash slash www.researchgate.net slash publication slash 26308433 underscore climate change and chronic kidney disease published a study from the Asian Journal of Pharmaceutical and Clinical Research from February of 2014, that's over three years ago, friends, which included the following in the conclusion. Our data suggests that burden of renal diseases may increase as period of hot weather becomes more frequent. This is further aggravated if age advanced and people with chronic diseases like diabetes and hypertension. That makes sense, but how will this happen exactly? I included this June, 2010, article in the book of blogs, Moderate Chronic Kidney Disease, Part 1. Apparently, heat, and humidity, has been an acknowledged threat to our kidneys for longer than we'd thought. Dot, Dr. H. L. Trevetti of the Institute of Kidney Diseases and Research Center, Eatjerk, said, Dot, Rapid water loss causes the kidneys functioning to slow down, resulting in temporary or permanent kidney failure. Extreme heat causes rapid water loss, resulting in acute electrolyte imbalance. The kidney, unable to cope with the water loss, fails to flush out the requisite amount of creatinine and other toxins from the body. Coupled with a lack of consistent water intake, this brings about permanent or temporary kidney failure, explain experts. The article can be viewed directly at http colon slash slash www.nandia.com slash health slash report underscore heat induced kidney ailments C40% rise underscore 1,390,589 and is from daily news and analysis. By the time this book's twin, the book of blogs, Moderate Chronic Kidney Disease, Part 2, was ready for publication, the, then, spokesman for the National Kidney Foundation, Dr. Leslie Spry, had this to say about heat and humidity. Heat illness occurs when body temperature exceeds a person's ability to dissipate that heat and is commonly diagnosed when the body temperature approaches 104 degrees Fahrenheit and when humidity is greater than 70%. Once the humidity is that high, sweating becomes less effective at dispersing body heat, and the core body temperature begins to rise. The entire article is at http colon slash slash www.huffingtonpost.com slash leslie spry mdfacp slash heat illness underscore b underscore 172799.html. Oh, so humidity affects sweating and body heat rises. Humidity greater than 70%. That covers almost the entire time we were in the Caribbean and Texas, and now Hawaii. Well, what's the connection between heat illness and CKD then? The CDC offers the following advice to avoid heat illness. People with a chronic medical condition are less likely to sense and respond to changes in temperature. Also, they may be taking medications that can worsen the impact of extreme heat. People in this category need the following information. Drink more water than usual and don't wait until you're thirsty to drink. Check on a friend or neighbor and have someone do the same for you. Check the local news for health and safety updates regularly. Don't use the stove or oven to cook it will make you and your house hotter. Wear loose, lightweight, light-colored clothing. Take cool showers or baths to cool down. Uh-oh, we're already in trouble. Look at the first suggestion, our fluid intake is restricted to 64 ounces, mine is, check with your nephrologist for yours, 
I know I carefully space out my fluids, which include anything that can melt to a liquid, to cover my entire day. I can't drink more water than usual and, sometimes, on those rare occasions when I've been careless, have to wait until I'm thirsty to drink. Diabetes is the foremost cause of CKD. I was curious how heat affected blood sugar so I popped over to information about diabetes at http colon slash slash www.informationaboutdiabetes.com slash lifestyle slash lifestyle slash how heat and humidity may affect blood sugar and found this. 1. If our body is low on fluids, the kidneys receive less blood flow and work less effectively. This might cause blood glucose concentrations to rise. 2. If someone's blood sugar is already running high in the heat, not only will they lose water through sweat but they might urinate more frequently too, depleting their body's fluids even more. There's more at the website if this interests you. According to the U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs at https colon slash slash www.vis9.va.gov slash vis9 slash new slash vhw slash summer 07 slash humidity.asp. Hot weather can lead to dehydration, heat exhaustion and heat stroke, but the dangers increase when you add humidity to the mix. When the temperature rises above 70F and the humidity registers more than 70%, you need to be on the alert. Who's most at risk? People with high blood pressure, heart disease, lung disease or kidney disease, I made that bolded, are most vulnerable to the effects of humid conditions, as are those over age 50. Other risk factors that can affect your body's ability to cool itself include being obese, having poor circulation, following a salt-restricted diet, drinking alcohol, having inefficient sweat glands, and taking diuretics, sedatives, tranquilizers or heart or blood pressure medication. So, pretty much, the way to deal with heat and humidity having an effect on your, and my, CKD is to avoid it. That doesn't mean you have to move, you know. Staying in air conditioning as long as you can so your body is not overheated and can better handle this kind of weather will help. Wearing a hat and cool clothes will also help. I certainly relearned the value of wearing cotton this past week. It's a fabric that breathes. I'll bet that this is how those CKD patients who live in humid areas deal with it. Feedback, anyone? Robin? Mark? Now for some great, unrelated news, one of our daughters gave Bear the best birthday present. She and her husband FaceTimed us in Maui on Bear's birthday to tell us we're going to be grandparents. This is a first for them. And for us. To make this even better, as if that were possible, little one is expected on our anniversary. I love the ebb and flow of the universe, don't you? Until next week. Keep living your life.